Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. want to welcome everybody to The Winning Side broadcast this afternoon. It is Tuesday, October 17th. It is 12 o'clock noon here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. And thank you for joining us here live on 95.9 WVFV Radio. And maybe perhaps you tune into the app today, or maybe you're listening at a later date on the podcast. But we want to thank you for tuning in. And I just want to tell you right now, I am not Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. All right, so don't turn off your radio. Uh, don't, don't, don't turn that dial, okay? Stay where you're at. Uh, I know uh, it's not who you were expecting to see today. But Pastor's out uh, making a visit right now, and he asked me to fill in. Uh, for him, and I'm so glad to get the opportunity to be with everybody today. Uh, we've had such a phenomenal weekend and week already here at Victory Baptist Church. Uh, we just had the Andrew Johnson family in to sing for us this past Sunday. In my mind, they were a huge blessing and really uplifted our hearts and spirits. And we're just we're just a blessing, and we appreciate them so much. And of course, we are remembering all the way back to our missions revival with Brother Rossi. And that was a tremendous blessing as well. And it's just been one thing after another. We've got a lot of things coming up here in the fall season. And just a reminder, it's fall, okay? And the weather is changing outside. Uh, I just get up, get up and come out in the morning, get ready for work and head out to work. And there's some frost on the window and it's getting chillier. It's getting colder and it's time to break out the jackets. And I love it. I look forward to the fall season and all that it brings. Let me just uh, remind you of some things that we have coming up for our church family uh, tonight uh, here at the church at 630. We have a soul winning time. And if you can come out for that, uh, this will be our last opportunity in the evenings on Tuesdays to do this. Uh, for several different reasons. One of the biggest reasons is coming up soon, daylight savings times, it'll be getting darker and won't be able to go out at 6.30. But while we have the opportunity, while we have the light, uh, let's go out and knock some doors, let's make some visits, and then we can invite some folks to this very special event that's coming up, which is Teen Spectacular. Uh, I'm looking forward so much to being at this event for the very first time for me, uh, but Pastor Kenny Baldwin will be here preaching for the teenagers, and that's coming up this next Monday and Tuesday, the 23rd and 24th, and that is at 6.30, right, Brother Nathan, 6.30, 6.30 every night on those two nights, and you won't want to miss it. It's for the teenagers but it's for the adults as well. Our whole church family is gonna come out and have a part in it, and we're looking forward to seeing a lot of young people saved, and obviously we're gonna give the gospel every night, and we're asking the Lord to let us see many saved as a result of it. So come out tonight at 6.30 for soul winning. Uh, this coming Wednesday, is our Master Club Harvest Party. And the children will be coming in from the gymnasium. And it's a special night because they will be dressing up as their favorite Bible characters. And that's going to be an exciting, exciting event. And they're excited to do it, all right? They're putting time and effort into their costumes and to represent some uh, somebody from the Word of God. And so we're looking forward to that. And then this Sunday is Pumpkin Sunday here at our church. And all children receive a pumpkin. You don't want to miss out. These are great for the family to be a part of. I want to say a happy birthday today uh, to Brother Michael Morris. Brother Michael, 
Happy birthday to you. I hope it's a special and a great day. And Miss Judy Nicely, it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Uh, so thankful for you. And then Miss Felicia Snyder, uh, her birthday as well. So uh, if you think about it, send these people a text message or a Facebook message or call them. Let them know. Uh, make their birthday such a big deal. Well, we're going to come back after this next song. And we have this coming up, the New Mana Youth Choir. They're going to sing for us uh, this good song, He's Never Failed Me. And you're going to enjoy it. All right, As they come in right now, they're going to start playing and singing for us. And we'll be right back for a, for a thought from the Word of God today. Thank you for tuning in. just a child and I join in on it as well at least a thousand times and singing Jesus loves me is a precious memory I remember where just as I am first brought me to my knees over here I am surrounded by some things I can't explain but the truth is still the truth In the moments my heart breaks And if I could sing it then I could sing it now Cause who He was is who He is Beyond the shadow of a doubt I might be standing in this darkness With trouble all Sweetly they remind me of what I still believe A voice that's raised from times like these Might be the truth's praise Cause I've never been forsaken And that will never change And if I could sing it then I could sing it
singing for us today. I don't know about you, but it does my heart good to hear teenagers, young people sing, and they were truly a blessing today. Uh, we're going to give us get a thought from the Word of God today, and I hope that you'll, you'll listen. I hope that you'll be challenged by it. I know it's challenged me. Um, and I'm in the book of Exodus. I'm going to be in a couple different chapters just for the thought today. And I have a brand new Bible. If you're watching on Facebook, you can, you can see it right here. Maybe you can hear me moving the pages just a little bit. But it's a blue alligator skin and a beautiful present from my wife, Miss Jennifer. Shout out to her. Love her. Appreciate her. And uh, she got me this Bible for Father's Day. And I've been starting, as soon as I got it, I've been starting in Genesis and going uh, through Exodus and through the beginning chapters of the Word of God. And some of these thoughts just have been coming, jumping off the page and coming out to me uh, like they never have before. And I, I challenge you to try to read your Bible every single day. Uh, get into the Word of God and let it speak to you. Uh, we'll be in a couple different chapters. We jump into the book of Exodus and we come in on a people that have been enslaved. Uh, God's chosen people, the uh, people of Israel. They've been in Egypt now for around 400 years. That's a long time. Uh, they've been there. They've been under bondage. And God sends Moses to bring them out of, out of bondage. It says in Hebrews 11, verse 24 and 25, you may know the verse already, by faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. God sent Moses to go talk to Pharaoh, and he told him to tell him something specific. He told him, tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Uh, these are words of freedom. These are words of relief uh, for the children of Israel. But we know that it just what didn't happen. It wasn't that easy because Pharaoh hardened his heart. And was he stronger than God? No. But God said, told Moses, I'm doing this to prove a point. I'm doing this to show the glory of, of God and how powerful I am. And we know about the, 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 the plagues that hit Egypt as a result of Pharaoh hardening his heart. We have the water turned to blood. We have the frogs, the lice, uh, the flies, the cattle that were all killed. And uh, to begin to separate into the Egyptian side there with that one, they had the boils upon the skin and just horrible, horrible plagues as a result of their disobedience. Uh, we had the hail and fire, the locust infestation. Then we had darkness and, and last but and not least the death of the firstborn. And everybody was affected in Egypt by that, those that didn't put the blood on the doorpost. But as you go throughout that passage, uh, Moses talks to Pharaoh and tells him what God said, and Pharaoh hardens his heart, and then God sends a plague, and it happens over and over. But in chapter 28, Pharaoh begins to break, uh, chapter 8, excuse me, I should say, Pharaoh begins to break down, and you can tell that he, he's tired of the plagues. You can tell that he's finally ready to maybe give some concession. In chapter 8, verse number 28, the Bible says, And Pharaoh said, I will let you go that ye may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only ye shall not go very far away and treat for me. So he said, you can go. He said, first do it in the land. But then in this verse, he said, just don't go very far away. You can go worship, but don't leave Egypt. We know Egypt is a picture of the world. In chapter number 10, in verses 8 through 11, I'll read these verses for you now. And Moses and Aaron were brought up again into Pharaoh. And he said unto them, go serve the Lord your God. But who are they that shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old and with our sons and with our daughters and with our flocks and with our herds will we go. For we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And Pharaoh, and he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you as I will let you go. And your little ones, look to it, for evil is before you. And then verse number 11, there's a complete reversal. And Pharaoh did this from time to time, but it's just right away. And that doesn't tell, tell us that there's some, some time in between. But in verse number 10, he says, Go. And then verse number 11, he said, Not so. 
Go now ye that are men and serve the Lord, for that ye did desire. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. So the first time he told them, you can go, but don't go very far. And then the second time he changes his mind, he said, you can go, but you can't take your children. Uh, not all of you can go serve and worship the Lord in the wilderness. And then one more time in the same chapter, after another plague in Exodus 10, verse number 24, and Pharaoh called in Moses and said, Go ye serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. He's almost to the point of giving in. He's almost to the point of saying, you know what? You have to obey God. But he says one more time, he says, you can go, but leave your cattle. Leave the things that would be considered their possessions. You can go, but don't take your cattle. And Moses told him, we need those animals for our sacrifices. I think the thought for the Christian from this passage, if it was for me, was the thought of when we worship the Lord, when we have, the, when we have the, just the privilege of worshiping our God, we need to be careful that we are not staying attached and staying connected to this old world. God has called us to be a separate people, even a peculiar people, the Bible says. And if we're going to do that truly and wholly, we have to cut ties, we have to sever from the world. Now, the, the name of the broadcast is The Winning Side, and I, I don't want to be positive, I don't want to be negative, but let me just tell you, the old world, it's wicked. And if, you, if you're not watching the news, if you're not connected to anything, maybe you didn't know that already, but you probably did, it's a wicked place out there. But do you know that we're living in the world, but we're not supposed to be like or of the world? And that's what God wants for His children today. I think about James 4, 4. The Bible says, Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Pharaoh said they could go and worship God, but they couldn't go very far. Pharaoh said they could go worship, but they had to leave their children. Oh my, the world wants your children. The world wants the next generation. That's why we have to fight so diligently and be, and be so devout and, and, and faithful in our, in our desire to reach the next generation. And thirdly, Pharaoh said, you can go and worship, but leave your possessions. You know, I, I come to church sometimes, but sometimes when I come to church to worship, I should say I come to church sometime. I go to church every single week, every time the doors are open. But sometimes when I come, you know, there's things on my mind that keep me distracted. I'm not fully focused on why I should be focused, why I should be in church, the reason that I'm there. And the world often takes its toll on our mind. It takes its toll on our possessions, on what we worry about. But God wants us to cut all of those cords, all of those chains, and worship Him in truth. Can I give you two things today and we'll be done? Number one, take a moment today and assess how much of Egypt has crept into your life. How much of the world has gotten into my life today? Oh, it's everywhere, doesn't it? It bombards us in the TV, in the social media, in the pop culture. And, and, and maybe perhaps today we have, we have a stress of comfort over trusting the Lord. Maybe we're stressing about our finances and we should be trusting the Lord. Maybe we're comparing ourselves to what our neighbor has. And that's not good for us to do. That's not, that's not right. Every single day we're bombarded, bombarded by the world. But we don't have to let the world come in and take residence in our life. The children of Israel, 400 years there, they had a lot to get out. Not only did they have to travel far to get out of, the, out of Egypt, but even when they left, they brought those, those things with them that they shouldn't have. And they continued the practices of worshiping false idols. They didn't truly learn how to worship the Lord. Number one, take a moment today and assess how much of Egypt has crept into our lives. Number two, and lastly, don't accept the world's demands for your life. Don't accept it. You don't have to accept it. When the world demands that we are like them, you can say no, and you should say no. 
but it's difficult because we live in the world. I understand every single time that Pharaoh demanded something, God responded. When the world demands that we conform to their culture and, and their system, just remember Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Don't faint today. Don't be weary in well-doing. Christian, Jesus is coming soon. Uh, no man knows the hour of the day, but he is coming soon. We know that. Don't faint in this old world. The world, the world attacks, the world, the, the world will malign, the world will do all sorts of things to get you away from God. But do not give in to their demands. And lastly, I'll leave you with this. 1 John 2, 17 says, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The things that you and I are investing in down here, according to the, according to the Spirit of the, of, of the Word of God, the things that our, you and I are investing in, those things will last forever. But if I put my investments in this old world, those things are going to burn up one day. They're just going to be gone. Are we connected to the world in our worship today? Are we, are we trusting the Lord wholly? I hope that you will. I hope that you'll stay in the Word of God. I hope that you'll be in your church this Sunday. I hope that you will make church and the things of God a priority. Well, friend, thank you so much for joining us today. Brother Coburnett will be back with us tomorrow. But thank you so much for tuning in for the Winning Side broadcast. Have a wonderful day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.